0: Does it work? Hello, hello. Wee. Let's guys, go. We start. That's so cool. Okay, hopefully it doesn't count. Anyways, hey guys, welcome to episode four of the rejoicing Truth podcast. We have yeah. Ivan here. Okay, That's Ivan, me. talk about yourself.
1: Well, I am a saved human being. Um. I I play a couple of sports and I make music Christian hip hop. So, yeah. I thought it was
0: Christian rap. Christian, Christian- hip
1: hop, Christian rap. I mean, it's the same thing. You, you it's considered Christian hip hop, but it, I mean, it's pretty much Christian rap.
0: Oh, I got it. Okay. Um. So, <clears throat> uh, if you're comfortable, you can share your testimony, or if not, what's like the biggest thing God has done in your life?
1: i feel like the biggest thing he's done is in the testimony so i can actually explain it oh yeah go ahead yeah yeah yeah. so i guess this i can we can date this back to like ninth grade um actually no eighth grade um eighth grade i went to a um charter school which is a small school like probably 300 people max Mm -hmm. so um the year after that i was supposed to go to this high school public high school um here in Texas, you know how big those kids get, like yeah. 3,000. Um, yeah. So I ended up going there and I joined band because it was an interest that I had. But, um, yeah, no, the first few months they were pretty good. I liked it. And then I ended up making Drumline and those kids in there, they were like far from God. They um, they ended up they would, they would do drugs and stuff. Oh and God. at first, I didn't really like care. It didn't really like hit me. But mm-hmm. um, as I got closer with them, you know, I like I said, I made the drum line. They, they started asking me if I wanted to do um, drugs and stuff like that. Yeah. And coming from a small school, I've never, really, like, I've never experienced that. So once I started experiencing that, like, I started getting scared. I started getting, like, anxiety attacks. And a few months later, it's the week before um, Christmas. And this was 2019 on a Wednesday. The week before Christmas, I remember perfectly. I was in my brother's room, just laying in bed, and then I just got this this thought. It just came in my head, and mm-hmm. it just said, "We're gonna die eventually. What's the point of life?" And that that thought just it haunted me. And mm-hmm. after that, I've had like bad anxiety, and so from there, I ended up switching schools, and I went back to the charter school. And I remember yeah. the first day I went there, I got a panic attack, and I called my mom. And I said, pick me up. And she, she didn't want to pick me up because it's my first day. I said, if you don't pick me up, I'll kill myself. And the counselor ended up hearing that. So she, she ended up calling one of the hospitals. And, you know, she just said, go over there and they'll check you and see what's up. And then they said, because of what I said, I had to stay a couple of days in that uh, hospital, the rehab hospital.
0: Yeah. So my
1: experience there was just horrible, dude absolutely like I didn't eat for the whole week I was there I didn't sleep for the whole week I was there I was trained mentally spiritually oh physically and I remember at that time I would pray and I would ask God like why like I hate I hated God so much and like it's crazy because like now like looking back at it I can see that it was it was there for I, I was there for a reason but um yeah. yeah when I was going through that I hated him so much and um I remember I would look in, in the mirror and not even recognize who I was looking at because of how, like, bad I was. And, like, just physically, I was, I lost, like, 20 pounds because I didn't eat because of anxiety. Oh,
0: my gosh. Um,
1: So I ended up going to a psychiatrist, and she um, gave me medication, and I didn't want to take medication. I would, be, I would always say, if God is real, why would I need to take medication? Like, why is he making me go through this? Mm-hmm. And one of the best analogies that I've ever gotten was, Imagine you're in, a, in an ocean and you're drowning and you pray to God, God, um, please come save me. And a boat passes by and the boat says, hey, I can help you. Hop in the boat. And you say, no, God can help me. So the boat leaves and then a helicopter comes and they said, hey, I'm here to save you. And you say, no, I want God to save me. And the person ends up dying and you go to heaven. and You say, God, why didn't you save me? I told you to save me he's like, well, I did. I gave you a boat. I gave you a helicopter. You didn't take them.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: So that was the biggest analogy for me when it came to the pills. God was helping me through this. Yeah. And after a few months, you know, I got off the beat. But when I was going through that, I actually met a a friend, which um, I'm pretty sure you know her name is Avra. Yeah. I met her. And, dude, she, like, Meeting her introduced me to a lot of new friends, like a lot of new friends. Mm-hmm. And a big a big friend was Jacob. I know you know Jacob. Yeah. Um, I, I remember I would text him 1 a.m., 2 a.m., asking him, hey, bro, I can't go to sleep. It's like, same here. And we would talk, and he would really help out a lot. And I think the biggest, what I'm trying to get to in this part is the biggest thing that God led me to, through Aver was friends and people I can mm-hmm. open up to and so now we have friends and we have medication and then I ended up going to a therapist which she happened to be Christian too. Wow. Which was good, like crazy good because I could talk to her and like, she can tell me like what was happening physically and then we would talk what's going on um, spiritually. and it's, It's both. It's not just like, it's not just full on spiritually. Like there's also some things that happen that's physically like in your mind but it's bold. Like, you have to keep in mind that medication isn't only going to help when you're going through depression. Yeah. So, like, Like spiritually, you're going to need help on that, too. And after a few months, mm. I was clear from that. I was clear from medication. And, yeah, I really, like, there's, a, there's only been a few days, like, a few days out of the week mm-hmm. where I feel completely down. But right after that, I get back up. And it hasn't really happened, um, thanks to God, like, recently or at all, like, this past couple of months. So, yeah, I mean, that's kind of, like, the short version of it, but that's pretty much what happened.
0: That's, that's incredible, especially, I want to go back to the analogy you gave, um, uh-huh. that, that's amazing, though, because I remember that's kind of how I was, like, when I didn't believe in God, like, I also, I didn't hate him, I just didn't believe in him, um, yeah. and it was, there's just, like, one point I, I kind of remember, I'm like, okay, I want God to say, like, I would say I kind of tested him, and, uh, and I feel like, oh my gosh, I know so many people, they're like, yeah, well, if God, yeah, exactly, if God is so good, why would let bad things happen? Or, like, why I've been through so much, like, why would God save me? It's like, God can uh, use anything to save us. Like, any, yeah. Like, what do you expect, though? Like, when we say that, what do we expect? Like, literally God to come down or something? Like, he's gonna, exactly. we can't, we're not gonna be able to, like, no one has ever seen God. It says in, like, First John 318? I'm going to check that because I don't want to, like, misuse scripture, but, like, that's amazing, though, because God isn't, like, he's not going to, like, physically come down and, like, literally, like, show you or, like, save you, but he's going to use things around you, and that's, that's really good. Um oh, yeah. Let me see, first round 318? Uh okay, it says, dear children, let us not love with words or speech. Oh, never. No, right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's in the first song Oh, I could be wrong. I don't really know, but yeah, there's a verse like no one has ever seen God. So yeah, like God is gonna use things. That that's really amazing. Um. Oh yeah. Okay. Since you like, do you like write your own songs and everything? Like, how does that? Oh yeah. Like, oh um, my gosh. Yeah.
1: So. The process of, I'll talk about my latest song because it actually just yeah. got on Spotify today and iTunes, so you can find it. Yes. Um, the process on that, I remember I was talking to a friend named Carlos. Like, yes. I had just met him, and he reached out to me. He was like, hey, I'm in, I'm starting to get into music. Like, can you help me out? And then we started talking, and we became friends, but um, his, like, my first two songs, they were, like, upbeat and vibey, and, like, mm-hmm. his type of songs would be, like, really just like trying to touch the heart so yeah like it started off there because he gave me the motivation to talk about something that's more like that talks about struggles yeah and like after that i got a i found a beat and i mean the writing process it just comes to me like it does not come to me quick it it probably took like Mm -hmm. two or three months to write that song wow But, um, yeah, I just, if I find, like, if I get something that pops in my mind that rhymes, I immediately write it down, because I know it's not going to stay in my, but, um, I write it down, and I always keep the voice recording on, so I just, like, sing it out, too, so I won't lose how the melody goes, because I know it's happening a few times. But, yeah, that's pretty much, um, the, like, the process.
0: That's, oh, my gosh, yeah, um, (laughs) for church, uh, on Tuesday, they're, like, write a worship song. I'm, like, how the heck? Um. Have you ever like wrote a song with like straight up scripture? Like everything was just scripture? I feel like you make a pretty good song out of just plain scripture.
1: I've never, but I I have included scripture, like a a few scripture, but straight scripture, like nothing else is not. I
0: have not. Hmm, no. Well, speaking of that topic of music, do you have like a favorite worship song that I've asked I asked my friend Melina this, like that you just feel like God's love through like right when you listen to it
1: yeah like it's like the atmosphere just changes like you can listen to Christian hip hop you can listen to like Christian rock or whatever gets you hyped but once you go into like worship music it's just different like it's really different like do you have a specific
0: song that you like?
1: I feel like the song okay so this song that hit me the most through my testimony mm-hmm. or during it would um this i surrender because my friend that suggested that so that one um was big for me that song
0: that's good um with that topic of surrender what do you think being surrendered to god looks like
1: the biggest thing would honestly probably be obedience for me oh. as far as surrender obedience because you can you can say you love god and you can say you're a christian but if you're not willing to do what scripture says or what god tells you you're not really being obedient so you're not really right. surrendering your life because you're being um you're you're keeping your time for yourself when really it should all be for god
0: yeah like, Jesus says it, like, if you love me, you'll keep my commands. You're, you'll do what I say. Because, like, one thing to read His word, but to not do it. Like, James two seventeen, faith without works is dead. Um, so yeah, that's that's really good. Um, I don't know. Let's ask you Okay, I want to get more, like, practical questions. Um, just about, I guess, following Jesus or Christianity in general. Like, do you think you need to be baptized as a Christian?
1: Um, I had a talk with one of my friends named Austin Lanier. Um, he kind of chopped it up with me and he kind of explained it um, pretty well. Yeah. But um, I also talked to my pastor about this and one of the biggest things we point out or he pointed out is um, like the thief on the cross that was next to Jesus. He did not need to get baptized yeah. to um, to go to heaven. Like God, Jesus said, you'll rest with me in paradise, right? Yeah. But um, being baptized um is mainly just being obedient and being a son like showing showing god that you are obedient so first you accept jesus and then after um well how i say it would be to get baptized um, Mm -hmm. but yeah yeah, i feel like i wouldn't say it's not necessary but you really need to be obedient and being baptized is a big key following
0: god Um, yeah i definitely
1: agree
0: with that um um, do you think salvation, like, do you think you can lose your salvation? That's a tricky question, because I've discussed this many times with people, but I don't know how to answer it. It's like, what's so, your opinion on that?
1: Um, I'm not sure, because there's a scripture I'm thinking of, I forgot where it's at, but it talks about, like, if you're not careful, like, you can lose, I, I, I really don't know what it says or how it's like translated, but uh-huh. for me, I feel like there there's a certain point where you're just like fully departed from God. And I feel like at that point you would need to uh, start over. So yeah. there's a there's we can probably I wouldn't say lose your salvation, but there would probably be like a point where you would need to accept Jesus again.
0: Yeah, like another like recommitment Yeah. Uh Now, when I read this devotional today on YouVersion, it was like when Jesus talks about, like, salvation or, like, the kingdom of God, like, in the Gospels, do you think he's referring to eternity heaven or literally him on earth?
1: Hmm. That's a good one.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, honestly, I feel like it would be him because, like, there's nothing Mm -hmm. greater than him
0: honestly yeah oh. yeah c- <clears throat> yeah oh, sorry a <laughs> little cough okay um yeah because i was reading the de- devotion of, um because also salvation could mean like this whole earth being saved and also like the uh revelation when it's talking about like heaven i guess i oh. think that means like here on earth like you know the kingdom to come here on earth i don't know if i'm so, wrong or right i talking
1: about like? The
0: new earth yeah like that so i think when jesus refers to like maybe the kingdom of god one he meant him like during that time like 2000 years ago he was talking Uh about himself i'm pretty sure but like for the future like revelation kind of thing i i don't know if like what john saw was actually like eternity heaven or like actually here on earth and that could be also like what jesus is referring to yeah, I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next question. Um, what do you think is the most important thing that Jesus said in the Gospels that we should listen to and actually do?
1: The biggest commandment Jesus gave us was to love your neighbor and to love like, love him. The love him is number one, and then yeah. love your neighbor is right behind that.
0: Yeah.
1: That's the biggest thing he actually said
0: yeah, Luke chapter 10, oh. look, I think it's in Luke 10, Luke 10, oh, uh, I'm trying to think, I don't know what else to ask you, oh, ooh, do you think God has called, oh, yeah, Luke 10, 27, anyways, do you think God, what do you think God is calling you to do in the future, like, with your whole, like, little, um, hip-hop rap thing, like, do you think you should keep, like, like, your full-time career should be that? Or like, what do you think is God is calling you to?
1: Um, music-wise, I've thought about it. Um, I generally this is something I do out of love, but also out of fun because I enjoy it. But yeah. I really, really enjoy and love baseball. And I've asked God if it's Your will to help me, you know, get get to the top. And I've really thought about just having a career in baseball and building up a platform to where once I retire, I can start a um a camp i really want to do that Ooh, start a camp good. yeah and just work on that i, I might I'm, i want to work with my uncle because he owns a church and maybe we can have a separate branch to where we have a camp as well so that's definitely something that, that's that been on my mind and um after i received that letter from tcu i looked into their um, school and they do have that um that religion um major yeah. that i can take for I really
0: wanna do that. That's so cool. Awesome. TCU is like probably one one on my college list. But GCU is the top oh, yeah. one.
1: Yeah. For me definitely top.
0: Yeah and it's pretty close too. Um dang it. Oh, are you okay with talking about like spicier topics? I haven't talked to anyone about this. But
1: yeah, I remember what do you when... consider spicier
0: like like i don't know like lust and things like that because oh my gosh it's too normalized and like i haven't found a good person to talk about it with and i know we both struggle with that a lot <laughs> i mean it's i'm pretty, down i don't mind pretty it. spicy topic okay oh yeah <sighs> i was watching a video from that amen alex guy well first of all he's amazing oh my gosh i love oh, yeah. yeah but he was talking like how to defeat lust well he was he was like resist and oh, restore. So basically, you resist the temptation, but then you fill, you fill that hole with the word of God. What do you think is the best way to defeat lust, or how do you try to overcome it when you experience it?
1: The biggest thing for me when I'm tempted. So, most of the time when I'm tempted is when I'm not really doing anything. I'm not active. Like I'm just in bed or sitting down. No so the biggest thing is just to get up and for me it's exercise because I put I put in whatever I'm feeling into an exercise I and um I've been doing it a lot more because I've noticed it actually works so once I'm actually like pumping like once my blood is flowing and it's more uh when I'm more energized like that that just starts to go away because really it's
0: just
1: yeah really it's just like chemicals and when you're having an unbalanced like chemically which is when you're being tempted you you want to switch that to something more uh, like like running or exercising,
0: something healthier. because like a lot of things with lust for example like it it's something your brain like chemically reacts to it's not like you want it to happen but it happens but it's our choice when we choose to go look for that if that makes sense
1: yeah yeah, it totally it's, it's
0: very scary, like, oh my gosh, it's for children, because they definitely get exposed to things like that. Like, for example, myself, like, it's so easy to get exposed to it as a child. And since you don't know what's happening, it just happens. And you go not looking for those things. But there's good news, because Jesus can set you free from that. And people would ask, well, why do I ex- still experience it? Like, we have to n- realize that once we accept Jesus, we don't become perfect but we become renewed. Um, sorry guys, Cruz just walked in. <laughs> we, we don't become perfect, but we become, re- we become renewed. So, yeah, we're gonna still experience that because we're human, but you don't have to live in it. Every time you get tempted, just distract yourself. So yeah, Cruz be quiet. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Bye guys, <laughs> in- intermission. Okay, anyways, um... ooh, I don't have any more questions to ask you. Um, um maybe, what do you want to say? Well, I guess... Uh, well, I'm
1: not too sure, honestly. I feel like, for the most part, we covered, um, actually, two topics. Um, we kind of skimmed yeah. on lots Um, But, yeah, I do. it's honestly... It's gonna get hard. Like, trust me, it's not gonna be easy. Yeah. But... I mean, to everybody listening, I guess like everybody has a purpose, like you have a mission, and you yeah. trust me, you're you're worth so much, and like the biggest thing I'm I'm sure you've heard is that if you're being like if you're going through something right now, and it's the enemy, it's because he sees something in you, and that is 100% factual. It's Ooh, he sees yeah. something that you don't even see, um, but once you get on the level that he sees you, you can get like you're gonna be a big impact. Yep. Against the the kingdom of the enemy, you're going to be a big impact against them.
0: Yep. Yeah. Because the enemy attacks you because he knows how God uses His children. He knows what God like blesses His children with. So you're being under attack because God is going to do something amazing. We have to realize that. And sometimes God even tests our faithfulness. So don't give the devil too much credit because that's what he wants. He wants your attention. But just know that God is putting me through something because he wants to see how committed I am to him and yeah.
1: and one of the best analogies I've been given is when you're working out your muscles mm-hmm. are being broken down and, yeah. and then in order to grow back bigger they first need to be broken down in order yeah. to grow back bigger so that's one of the best like or a good analogy you can look at like me being yeah. like work in order to grow stronger than you were before yep yep
0: I completely agree well thank you very much Ivan for like, me interview you oh, um, yeah, yeah sure. go shout yourself out or something your um, Instagram or whatever
1: Instagram would be Ivan underscore T-E-R-R-O underscore 10 yep
0: yeah in your youtube channel or
1: yeah oh yeah um you can find my music anywhere um so i have to all you have to look for is young i like the letter i and a young as in like not old
0: (laughs) (laughs) young child
1: young Um, i
0: how lovely Okay guys, um I hope you enjoyed and thank you for watching all the way through. Bye bye. Bye. See ya. Bye.